The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The How of Business with Henry Lopez and David Begin, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez. That's Adam Kirk. And this is part three of a series that we have been working on uh, related to online marketing. Today's episode is going to be specifically about social media. That's a big topic, and we've addressed this topic before on the show, but today we're going to summarize it again from a business owner's perspective, so not technical, just from a business owner's perspective, kind of an intro to social media, and where do I get started? The previous episodes in the series that I encourage you to go back and listen to, if you haven't already, uh, episode 210, Adam and I talked about secure SSL, (laughs) stand for again, Adam. Uh, secure socket layers. Thank you. Thank Technical you. term, but yeah, SSL certificates. Exactly. SSL certificates. That's what I was thinking about trying to come up with. SSL certificates, why that's important, why you need one on your website, why Google will penalize you if you don't. Hmm. And again, that was a conversation that Adam and I had from a business perspective, not technical. So that was episode 210. Uh, goes back about a month ago. And then just this past week, relative to when we're recording episode 216, Adam and I dove into the topic of SEO, search engine optimization, which is another key component to getting found online. So if you haven't already, go back, listen to those episodes. Again, in this episode, Adam and I are going to focus on uh, social media. Uh, Mm -hmm. So again, Adam, you can learn all about Adam in the previous episodes as well as, uh, well, episode 210, we did a a deeper dive on your background, Adam. But Adam, I'll let him introduce himself. Adam Kirk, welcome back to the show. Thanks. Great to be back. It's always a pleasure to, to hang out on the How of Business. That's right. So Great. Adam's company is Ustas, an interesting name, but tell us briefly again what Ustas does. Well, we are a small business. We focus on helping other small businesses through custom-built websites and marketing. Uh, the three main things we do is custom-built websites, uh, search engine optimization, and social media basically the three topics that we've talked about on the episodes here. And yep. we love uh, working, with our, with, working with our clients and seeing how we can help them out. Absolutely. Adam and I came to know each other initially. He was a client of mine. And then I've been a client of his. He's provided me services for our websites. And then we've partnered together on this series, as well as on a webinar that we invite mm-hmm. you to join us. It's coming up on December 5th. It's going to be an online webinar. It's free. It's 45 minutes to an hour of your time. And we intend to cover there from a business perspective, everything about websites, uh, getting a health check on your website. What do you need to improve or get started? Again, Mm. all from a business perspective, we're going to give you a lot of actionable items. We're going to give you a link to a free tool to more deeply assess the health of your website. And so I invite you to join us on December 5th. Here's how to join. What I'd like you to do right now is just text the word how, H-O-W, text the word how to 66866. That's 66866. What will happen is then you'll get a text message back from me asking you for your email address. That'll then add you to the list of, of people who are interested. We'll send you a link to join us then on the evening of December 5th. It's well worth your time. It's free. And if you are listening to this episode, you probably can benefit from it because you're like a lot of us who are paralyzed in some areas, confused in others as to how we tackle this whole online marketing thing and particularly our website. So I encourage you to join us on December 5th. Adam will be with me, right? Right, right, Adam? Definitely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be really, really, really solid. Good stuff. Good stuff coming out of it. All right. So let's dive into social media. We've, like I said, covered this topic before. We could go on for days. There are books written about it. There are literally all kinds of literally. Yeah. There are all kinds of experts out there and everybody has an opinion and they're, it's all good. The challenge is Adam, again, 
uh, as I mentioned a moment ago, what I have found with my clients and even for myself sometimes is a level of paralysis because we don't know where to get started. Maybe mm -hmm. some of us have paid a bunch of money and gotten little results or once we stopped paying, the results went away. There's a lot of confusion. And when there's confusion, there's the opportunity then for us as small business owners to have our money taken from us for little results. So what has been your experience? Is that, is that what you see as well with your clients? Absolutely. We see that a lot. Uh, I like the word you use paralysis because as a small business owner, we've, we often get barraged with so many things to take care of. I mean, your payroll, your accounting, your so many things in social media being one of those. And if there's that sense of, I don't even know where to start. One of the, one of the key things is often people just go, I'm not even going to do anything. Correct. I don't even know where to start. I'm just, I'm done. And so we see that a lot. Like there's so much potential on social media if it's done right. But the key being if it's done right. And if it's actually done, I mean, if you do nothing, obviously you're going to see no results. So yeah. The, the other side of it that I also see, and I just thought about this, I was in Fort Lauderdale this past couple of weeks, and uh, I pulled up to fill up the gas tank on the rental car before I returned it. And at the gas station, there's a little crawl sign that was advertising various things, including join us on Facebook. And I said, perfect example yeah. of an independent small business owner that's completely confused as to where to go. Because... I stopped there and thought, why would I, as a patron of a gas station, be interested yep. in what you're doing on Facebook? Now, I went online, actually, just to kind of follow through as I was going to tell the story. And first of all, when I search for them, it, the only link is to the Exxon corporate site. So I can't even find their Facebook page. I would yeah. have to really put in the effort to find their Facebook page. But why would I, right? So here is an example of a small business owner that is probably wasting time. I hope he hasn't paid somebody, he or she hasn't paid someone. But yeah. they, it's an example of how Elson manifests where people and small business owners are confused and, mm -hmm. and they don't know where to start. But when they start, sometimes they pick the wrong platform or they try to be everywhere, which is another big mistake in my experience. Yes, I would totally agree. Uh, there's oftentimes that people come to us and say, hey, do I need social media? And the big thing we say to them, how do you decide, is your target audience. That's is right. your target audience on social media? Then you should be there. Like we work with, with um, different manufacturers. They're manufacturing steel products or custom wood products, stuff like that. And they're, it's, not, it's a B2B stuff. I'm like, is your target audience on social media? Yeah, maybe in their off time, but their right. business isn't. So maybe you don't need to be on there as well. Yeah. Don't waste it. If your target audience is, is mothers and teenagers and people who are actually active on social media, you're selling products that they're interested in, you need to be in front of them because that's marketing. I mean, it's marketing 101. Be where your target audience is. Absolutely. Yeah, nothing has changed there. And so that's a great point to start with, Adam. I think that all of this goes back to the basics of marketing, mm -hmm. which is you have to understand who your target audience is. What is Absolutely. your niche? And, and the mistake there we'll cover just for a moment often is trying to, well, I, I sell to everybody. Well, you're going to do so poorly. Yeah. So we have to, at least when we're starting in business, focus and fine tune and identify who is that sweet spot? What is that target audience? And then to your point, where are they on social media? Because all the platforms are not equal as far as to who they're attracting. Exactly. And we're going to go over briefly overview some of the main social media platforms and kind of say, hey, this is what Facebook specializes in. And here's a few tips on doing that. But like you said, each platform has its own different focus, its own different niche that they're trying to go after. And so as a small business, you need to look at who your target audience is, what you're doing and selling and saying, okay, which one or all of these or which ones of these social media platforms do I need to focus on? And how then do I do it? Like for, for example, for that gas station, it would have been great if they would have had some kind of thing, had a very easy way for you to like them or follow them. But then what, like you said, what's the point? What's the point? Why, why would I interact with them on Facebook? Now maybe there's a valid reason and I'm just yeah. missing it, but it's not obvious to me as to why I would go there. And they should make that obvious. I think exactly. there could be an obvious reason. They should let you know that and they should whet your appetite and say, Hey, we're giving away free xyz every single week or here's our here's our coupon codes for you to use or the 10 percent discount when you get this much or stuff like that and that's only on our facebook page absolutely then you're going to want to do it absolutely and, and and i would think let's just warm with that for an example i would think that maybe something that might be better for them might be twitter where it's shorter it's easier yes. it's mobile because i'm likely 
thinking about interacting with them when I have the need. You know, getting gas is not usually something, oh, tomorrow at two, I'm going to get gas. It's, yeah. oh, I'm empty. But, you know, I'll go to my favorite gas station that's another block away because they're going to give me that discount. And so exactly. Let me find it. Or let me look at that tweet. So yeah. those might be better ways or a text, you know, message. I mean, they may not even need social media. But yeah, it's about thinking through that. Here, what they've done, I'm sure. I'm, and again, apologies to the business owner. But they probably have heard, oh, you got to be on Facebook. So oh, I guess we got to be on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. And there's yeah. so much potential there. But if, if, if you do it right, it could be done really well. Yeah. Just really quick, I think if you look at social media, you break it down into those two words. What is it? It's being social with your clients and with non-clients even regarding media. Like the, the whole point of the thing is to be sharing media, sharing pictures, sharing resources, tips, things like that, discount codes, things like that. So if you can focus on that, being interactive and sharing resources and media with people, I mean, that's the one-on-one version of it all. If you can do those two things, you'll be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and so I'm glad you started there and what, what, why it's important. But from a business perspective, first of all, it's not going away. So it's not a fad. Social media is yeah. not a fad. It's here to stay. I mean, the numbers are staggering. I think uh, Facebook has well over a billion users now. Yeah. Uh, Twitter uh, is similar, 300,000 per day users. I mean, the numbers are crazy mm-hmm. and are only growing. And, and certainly, yeah, it does trend younger, but but all ages. And again, every platform is different or slightly different, but it's not going away. It's not a fad. It is here to stay. And so as small business owners, we have to figure out where does it make best sense for me to apply my time and money to reach my target audience, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And again, it goes back to marketing 101. I mean, back in the day before social media, you had to look at how do I get out there? There's phone books, there's print ads and newspapers and things like that. The times have changed and social media now needs to be one of the platforms that you're looking at yep. in your marketing. I, I look at it, Adam, as two different components to it. Not unlike the conversation we had about Google where there's the organic search results. Yeah. Someone searches for something and saying, there I am, versus paid. And I think the same kind of categories can be applied to social media. I either show up somewhere because someone is interacting with me by their choice. They like my brand or the product I have to sell. Or ideally, the the reason social media is so powerful is others, our customers, our brand Mm -hmm. advocates are advocating for us. They're sharing our content. They're posting pictures of them using our product or service. That's that's at the heart of it, right? That's when it's best. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Go ahead. You were going to say something. Now we can pay like on Facebook. We both share organic content that we hope people see naturally on their Facebook page. But we also now as business owners, we've got to pay to be seen. So back to that. But at the heart of social media is that we leverage that power, that shift that has occurred now for quite some time that people no longer trust as much our advertisement, our Mm -hmm. one-way communication. They trust their friends and family and peer group to decide on what they're going to buy or use. Absolutely. And that goes, we touched on that before with SEO, the power of reviews. Reviews are huge, Google reviews, but also people talk on social media. I mean, if you provide someone with a product or service and they like it, they're going to talk about it. Same thing if they don't like it, they're going to talk about it as well. But if you're not there on social media, you're missing out on so much of that. Um, I read an interesting statistic the other day. It said that 86% of consumers prefer authentic and honest brands over the fake stuff that gets so published, so much, so often published on social media. People want the honest and authentic stuff. And so if you can be who you are as a business owner, be that same way on social media, people can connect with you so much more. And it's so much more powerful uh, to be authentic and honest. Yeah, that's such oh, a that great was, point. Yeah. And for small business owners, of course, we have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Whether if, if it's not ourselves because you don't feel comfortable or for whatever other reason, your business needs to have a personality, a face, something that someone can connect with is your point, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that can tie in. I don't know if you want to go to, the, go, go to this level yet, but it goes back into when you're setting up accounts 
how do you set them up? Do you keep your personal stuff? Do you start a business page? Exactly. Which way do you, which way do you go? Do you want to touch on that yet? Or do you want to wait for a little well, bit? Let's hold on a second on that, okay. but that isn't a huge point. I want to kind of finish up our summary of introducing this. It's here to stay. We have to figure out who our target market is that helps us decide what platform. And we'll touch on that in a moment, a bit more. Uh, I also kind of looked at it. And so we looked at it also about, you know, getting, that social component. So people sharing our content, yes. sharing images or, or content of them using our product or service. So from our perspective as small business owners, we're trying to achieve a few things. We're building our brand, of course, but we can't do it to your point in the traditional fashion of yelling out our brand, right? Yes. That only has so much effectiveness on social media. It's about building those relationships. It's about getting our, our brand ambassadors, our fans, our most loyal customers to share that message. And so there are, there's techniques to helping them do so. Sometimes it's more obvious for some businesses. Sometimes it's a little bit more challenging. And we'll talk about a couple of examples. But also, and I think you were touching on it as well, Adam, is getting feedback. It needs to be, we need to try to use social media, in my experience, as a two-way channel as opposed to the old perspective of I'm going to shout out this, this, this information about my business, this sales, whatever it might be. So that's where we can use it effectively also as well as small business owners is to get feedback. Yes, absolutely. And just touching on what you said with, um, there's this, there's new statistics out there about the overload that people see on social media. They're, they're constantly bombarded with sales and this and that and the other thing. And so one thing we encourage our clients to do is, don't post so many times a day about your, your, your sales and you're this and you're that and the other thing, make your content quality content, Yeah, uh, put it out there. And that's going to encourage people to give you feedback, to, to uh, respond to you. If you're constantly saying 10% off this 12% off that people are just going to look at it and they're going to go. But if you're posting things that are quality content about, Hey, and asking questions, people love responding to questions on Facebook and social media. So if you, if you put out stuff, people look forward to seeing your posts, they're going to be a whole lot more likely to respond and interact back and forth. Uh, a lot of it boils down to the quality of your content. Yeah. Yeah. You're entertaining to an extent, right? Yeah. And that if you are producing entertaining content or if you're fortunate to have a business or a brand that lends itself to that even more powerful, my easiest example is one of our businesses, which is the self-serve yogurt shop self-serve frozen yogurt restaurant. And we have been very successful on Facebook. We've got a, a 14,000 likes. It used to mean a lot more five years ago, but it's still a pretty good following. Yeah. And, but it's a brand that lends itself to that. And so the most popular thing, things that we post are either other people sharing their images because it's a very photo-friendly environment, right? Yep. Especially because it's food and people like to share what their cup looks like. People love to share pictures of them, them and their kids in the shop. Yep. And the way that we've leveraged that is that in our shops, we've got TV monitors, TV screens. We don't play television, but we display on there the pictures that people share with us. That's great. So, so yeah, so we're, we're leveraging that both ways. It's people share it on social media, but then they know in part that we will see that and share it on the monitors and nobody likes anything more than seeing themselves, especially kids yep. will come in just to see themselves on the monitors. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a good example where it works for us. The other thing that's been really popular is when we put in a new flavor, we, we have a machine that has two flavors and then there's a twist in the middle that we do a contest to name the twist. Huh. And that's been hugely popular because people, to your point, yep. They want, they're looking for stuff to interact. They're looking for yep. stuff to entertain them, right? Yep. Uh, and so when you can do that, if it works for your brand, then that's, that's fantastic, right? Absolutely. For the car wash, we've done different things. We've done things from, uh, will it wash to, you know, post your picture afterwards. People take a lot of pride in their, in their vehicles, obviously, especially our customers who are often washing their vehicles. So we might do something like that. We, we've talked about this one last time when we were talking about creating content if we have a charity event at the car wash, yep. that's good content to share, right? Absolutely. Um, so those are just some examples. And so that's on Facebook. So let's start talking a little bit about the different platforms and where 
you and I have experience, Adam. We don't have experience on all of the platforms, but yeah. certainly I just mentioned some examples of Facebook. What else have you found? You do this kind of work for your clients. Yeah. What else works well on Facebook? I think on Facebook, it even goes across the different platforms, but the yeah. whole thing, like you said, and boiling back to social media, any kind of media, um, for our business, for Ustas, we often do a lot of uh, tips and checklists for people that we can touch on that later. But like one thing being, we have a checklist for setting up Facebook accounts. Okay, if you're gonna set up a Facebook account for business, download a free checklist. Boom, 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 there you go. Don't forget these 20 different things. People like that, it's a free resource. We're not getting anything out of it. We're just putting it out there for people to use. People like that, they comment on stuff, they share it. Um, so providing information, I mean, if your business lends to that at all, if you have information you can provide, if you have a stats, people like stats, people love uh, pictures. Uh, the latest thing, it's not the latest thing, it's, it's old, but videos. Video. Statistically speaking, videos, people watch it. I mean, I'm sure both anybody listening here, as you're scrolling through stuff, if you see a video, your eye stops and you wanna watch it. You want to, what's gonna happen next? So if you're able to do any sort of video, put that on social media. Um, you made a good point a second ago about sharing. Um, one thing that, that all social media platforms, you're ranked on, again, you're ranked like in search engine optimization, you're ranked in social media. If you wanna get found better on social media, start liking other people's stuff. Yeah. Start messaging and sharing other people's stuff. Not necessarily yours, but promote other people. It's a great way to be found. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, we're going to come back to that to talk more about that related to how do I get started because that's such a huge point. But, yeah. but video, I think, is uh, at the heart of where it is right now in Facebook. I'm trying to create more video content. Yes. It takes a lot more effort. But again, don't get hung up on it has to be, you know, commercial quality. That's far from the case. I think we talked about this in the previous episode when we were talking about creating content. So don't get hung up on it has to be perfect quality. Yes. I mean, here and I, Adam and I are sitting in our offices. I happen to have a virtual background. Adam has a wall. It doesn't matter. People will engage with it. Yep. it as we're as humans, we respond to things that engage us the most uh, in virtual ways, you know, visually and, and uh, through hearing it. So that's why it's so powerful. Facebook loves it because it's sticky. In other yep. words, you spend more time on it. Another tip that I've learned is to, if you're going to share video content, upload it directly to Facebook, not a link to someone else because Facebook yes. likes that better. Absolutely. Um, so take the time to load it directly to Facebook and it'll get better uh, preference. Yes. Um, another thing on Facebook, another ranking indicator that they do is how fast you respond to people. Yes. Um, no, and there's some tips. <laughs> it, it is tough, but honestly, Facebook has some stuff built into their platform called auto responders. Tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. If you go into your settings on your Facebook page, uh, it's on our checklist. I don't remember exactly where it's located, but there's a thing called auto responders where you can set it up. So anytime anybody messages you, boom, they get an automatic message. And you can, you can set that message to be whatever you want. It's basically the standard, hi, we received your message. We'll get back to you as soon as we can within the next business day. But it's, it's a standard thing. It's automatic. You don't have to think about it. It gives you that business day to, you immediately let the people know that you got it, that you're onto it, gives you a business day to respond to it. Um, but it also helps Facebook say, hey, this person's active. So it, it does help. It, well, it is what's measured then on your response rate is what you're saying. Yes. On Facebook. yes. Yeah. Yep. See, I didn't Absolutely. know that. And I don't have that set up on my I top it page. We have it on the car wash page, but I didn't, I would, hadn't thought through that. So I appreciate that tip. I'm going to set yep. that up for yeah, definitely. my I top it page. Um, okay. So, so that's Facebook. So, so I think Facebook is still, in fact, if I have money to spend on Google ads right now or Facebook, I'm leaning towards Facebook in part because of how granular I can get with creating a target audience. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get off on advertisement, but what are your thoughts quickly on that? I would, I would highly agree. Again, it boils down to who your target audience is. Good point. Yours, yeah. yours is going to be huge on Facebook. So I would, I would hundred percent agree with you on that one. Okay. Yeah. You're going to probably see a lot more results. All right. Twitter. I'm on Twitter, but I can't say that I've cracked the code on Twitter. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm, you know, as I like to say, howling at the wind and I don't know if it's other, just other advertisers that are following me. I, I don't know. I haven't figured out Twitter. I'm on it. Um, what are your thoughts on Twitter? 
I, I, I'll just be honest with you. We hear a lot of people say the same thing. I feel the same way. It's this almost Twitter is newer than Facebook. So there's still that learning curve that's been going on. People are learning, they're changing their roles. They're changing how they're doing stuff. So it's still in the, it's still in the growing stage, honestly, as a social media platform, they're huge, obviously, but a few tips that we know, the use of hashtags, Mm -hmm. um, put your hashtags into your business bio when you set it up, like every, every, you're going to write your bio, blah, blah, blah. Use one or two hashtags in your bio, use one or two hashtags if appropriate in your posts, things like that. Um, but do not overuse them. Yeah, that's the thing. And I'm also yeah. including an image and just about what that's just about every tweet. Yeah, very important. So, huge. Again, um, and videos as well. Videos. videos yeah, I have not done videos yet on Twitter, but that's that's huge as well. Yep. You know, from a small business owner perspective, I think Twitter is a bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. I've seen it used best when you are getting that, you know, that quick message out. You know, so yep. for us we have a military Monday discount. So it's military Monday. Now it's, it's for that quick response Yes, it's where I've seen people use it best in the small business arena. Yes. If you look at, if you look at what Twitter was originally used for, it was more of a news platform. Exactly right. that exactly. quick stuff to get news out. And so if you, you, you said it so well, if you as a business owner have quick news that you want to get out, here's a sale, boom, here's this. Don't forget that. They're short, they're to the point, they're fast, they're, but they're announcing something. Exactly. And yeah. that's the focus of Twitter. I think so. I think that's where yeah. it works well there. All right. Uh, I just had, I just did an episode, episode 215 with Viv and Tash. I think it was a great episode because they, yeah. so, they were such great guests. And it was all about Instagram and their perspective on Instagram. These are two young ladies just out of college who have started their own business. So listen to episode 215. Uh, but on Instagram, I'm not on Instagram. It, it, my, my daughter is. And so she helps me sometimes with that. She's big on Instagram, but even from her perspective, what she has told me, and I brought this topic up when I chatted with Viv and Tash is that the advertisement platform, people are ignoring those ads because they're mostly not relevant. Hmm. Um, and then the other thing that's interesting is that on, you don't want your ads. Is it, um, it's Facebook that can cross pollinate to Instagram, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. So there's a checkbox there when you create a campaign in Facebook. And I've been unchecking that because I don't think it's the same effectiveness and I'm wasting impressions and clicks on Instagram, which when, when that wasn't the intended platform. So mm-hmm. that's just a side tip there. But yes. what are your thoughts and experiences with Instagram? Again, it's a newer one. It's still going through that learning curve. Um, but in technically Google does own, uh, Instagram. It's Google. That's right. I'm sorry. That's yes. my bad. Yeah. Um, or no, I'm sorry. No, it's Facebook. No, it, is, Facebook. it is Facebook. Yeah, I Facebook. said it wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Facebook owns Instagram. So yes, yeah, no, me too. Um, so yes, you can connect the two accounts. You can link the two accounts. There's a lot of benefit to that, but when it comes down to ads, yeah. I would agree if you're, because there's such different platforms to some degree, they have different focuses. If you're building a targeted ad for Facebook, it's not necessarily going to bear the same fruit as it would on, no. on Instagram. And that was, the reason I brought that point up is what was explained to me by Vivin Tash, who, you know, become experts on this is that's been the source a lot of, of a lot of these ads that are irrelevant to yep. someone like my daughter. And so they, they don't even give it a nanoseconds uh, worth of glance. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it is, you're wasting those impressions. Yes, absolutely. So, um, it is a very visual platform. So again, uh, I see a lot of, in fact, Viv, I think it was either Viv or Tash started a fashion business, a clothing business on Instagram. So that's become yep. very popular. Yep. Uh, my daughter is a good example of that. She, she's into fashion. And so she'll share a lot of content of those or follows people that she finds inspirational from a fashion or travel perspective because yeah. it's a very visual platform. Yeah, we're doing some social media for a coffee company right now, and they've nailed it. They're doing an excellent job on social media, uh, and Instagram is one of their main platforms. And what do they do? They post pictures. They post pictures, like you said, with your with your soft serve ice cream, yeah. their coffee. They post pictures of the coffee, the people in their shop, people drinking it, of all the food that they offer, and people love it. Yeah. And they're 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 doing a knockout job. They're doing That's really true. well. All right, uh, Pinterest similarly is also uh, very image oriented. Yes, uh, the statistics I think I would think still show that it's mostly women, uh, mm-hmm. predominantly. Not that men aren't 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 on there, 
but it's another visual platform. I've only dabbled in it with iTopit. And again, the reason is, and I think this is one of the key takeaways for me, Adam, it would be a great platform for us for iTopit because again, it's another visual platform. That is our target demographic, moms who bring their kids into our shop for a treat or a reward or whatever. But I have to decide where I can't do it all. I -hmm. have to decide where do I invest my time and money? And that's why I've chosen Facebook. It's not that Pinterest wouldn't be good for me as well. It's just that I simply don't have the time. I have to pick one or the other. Yeah. And that's, in all honesty, that's such a huge statement that you just said. You're having to weigh out benefits of something and you can't do it all. And if you want to do something, you want to do it solid and do it really well. And so I would agree with you in saying that if you're not going to be able to do one of these platforms and do it well, maybe hold off on that one. Yeah. Like you or, said, you could or prob- hire somebody like you to help me exactly. have a more multi-platform campaign yeah. uh, and, and pay someone to help me do that. Well, just on that topic, uh, there are a lot of paid and free resources out there that can help small business owners basically take the same content and publish it over different platforms. We were talking about that a second ago, that that might not be the best for everything, but there are resources out there that if you, if you want to do it yourself and you want to say, Hey, I'm just going to write this one thing and post this once a week, there's stuff out there that can help you get it across multiple platforms. Absolutely. Yeah. To push there, there are scheduling tools. In fact, I use meet Edgar. Uh, there are yeah. various ones out there that to your point, help me take a piece of content and publish it across multiple platforms. Yep. In fact, I had the founder of meet Edgar, Laura Roder. She was on our show back on episode 164. Yeah. I remember that one. It was, she was great. great yeah. Episode. She, she is great and has tremendous insights, obviously yeah. on um, social media. So that's another episode that I would refer our listeners to is episode 164 with Laura Roder. Um, we were just talking about before we started recording about LinkedIn and how functional and useful that has been, especially for business to business. So yes. share your thoughts on LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn for business to business, B2B businesses is huge. Statistically, uh, they say that it's the most effective social media platform for B2B business because if you boil it down, LinkedIn is basically like Facebook for businesses. It's a networking thing. Uh, people have their profiles, they write their experiences, but it's all geared towards business stuff. It's not the personal side of social media. It's the business side of social media. And so I, for me personally, I, with our business, we have seen so much fruit come out of uh, direct networking on LinkedIn, direct messaging, uh, following people and getting likes back and networking that way. It's, it's been a huge platform for us. Uh, one of the things to, I'm sorry, two of the things to recommend on LinkedIn would be utilize uh, recommendations. Uh, okay. If you have your, your profile there down at the bottom, it'll have an opportunity for you to ask for recommendations. Like if you've worked with someone in the past, uh, you can ask them for a recommendation in a certain field and can, they can write something for you. And people see that and people like, they're, they're going to be much more uh, willing to go with someone who has a few recommendations there. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. I've only got a couple. I haven't worked on building that, but that's, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. People look at that. And so that's one thing. The other thing is messaging. Uh, I know Facebook has messaging. LinkedIn also has private and secure messages where you can, uh, as long as you're networked to that person, you can directly message them. And every single time that I've done that, I have gotten responses very soon from the people that we've messaged people, business owners like that. Uh, it's a, it's a great way to connect with business owners online. Absolutely. And that's what I'm finding now, a couple of things, and and this will kind of be related across platform, but since we're on LinkedIn and it comes to mind, uh, I want to dive into it the way I got started. And I mean, I was on LinkedIn forever from a business network perspective. I had, I think I had gotten it over the years to a couple hundred, um, connections. And then I really started working on it probably around the time I launched this podcast or almost three years ago. And I'm over a thousand connections now. And I'm just diligent about, of course, I've gone through everybody that I know or that it recommends that I might know. Mm-hmm. I, only, I only ask for a connection with someone I really know or if it makes sense. And I always add a note. So I yes. don't just blind click on connect unless I know that person. And I know that when they see my name is, oh, that's Henry. Yeah, I'll connect, right? Otherwise, I attach some kind of a note explaining why I'm asking them to connect. So that's my best practice. Yep. Yeah. 
one of my pet peeves that, and this is just me going back to messaging, what I don't like is that immediately someone asks to connect with me. I don't know them. I accept because I usually accept unless it's obvious that it's a fake profile. You don't get too much of that no. on LinkedIn like you do on Twitter, right? Um, so I don't follow back on Twitter unless it's a real person as far as yeah. I can tell. On LinkedIn, I usually will accept everybody's invitation uh, that I get from them. But immediately then they send me a message trying to sell me something or schedule an appointment to talk. I'm turned off by that. Adam, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I would agree. It has its place. It definitely has its place. But I would, I would side with you on that and say the messaging is key if there's some sort of relationship there. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And one thing that we've done is we've gone through different business connections that we have, you being one of them, looked at your LinkedIn stuff. I mean, you know about this. Yeah. And we've gone through and said, oh, hey, this person is one of Henry's connections. I listen to their podcast. Um, so I know, I know some about them. Exactly. So I'll message them directly and say, hey, I've, I've done a show on Henry's podcast. I listen to your podcast. You make that personal connection. Say it was a great podcast. I love what you said here. Just wanted to connect with you on LinkedIn. Maybe we can do something business-wise down the road. Yeah, and that's a perfect example because they were on my show in part to promote themselves, right? And they've got a service to offer. So they're, they're putting that out there. You've made that connection. Hey, I listened to your show. So I'm not just yeah. blindly finding you on LinkedIn. Yep. And so I think you're going to find it 95% of the time, you're going to get a positive response of some sort. Yeah, yeah. And I would, I would agree. Like we've yeah. probably even closer to 100% gotten yeah. positive feedback from stuff like that. Right. My issue is when you first connect with me and then immediately you bombard yeah. me with this exhaustive message, I, I just ignore it. Yep. Yeah. I'm okay with, hey, thanks for connecting and maybe a brief uh, summary of what you offer. But then, you, you know, you got to build some level of trust. So to that end, what you mentioned it before, and again, this is something that applies across platforms. When you're first get it st getting started, you need to follow others who are in the industry that you're interested in or who are offering or are a prospective customer. You need to follow their content. You need to respond to their content. You need to share their posts. That's how you get started. Yeah building a reputation and getting to know people uh, yeah. in my experience. Yeah. And somebody on our marketing team just sum summarized it really good the other day. They said, follow your followers, followers. Yes. Yes. And, exactly. and if you do that, it's, it's a great way to connect. Like if say you have one connection in your LinkedIn group, go to that person's page, look at who's following them and then follow those people. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just, it's, it's a spider web of network. Yes, exactly. One of the things I try to do, and I try to do this across all of the networks is I purposely, when I block aside some time for that, I look, okay, I'm going to find at least one post, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, that I really like, and then I'm going to share it or comment on it. Yep. Uh, and honestly do so. I'm actually going to watch the video or read the article or read the blog post or whatever it might be. And it'll be from someone typically that I've been following for some time. You know, on Twitter, I use the list functionality. So I have a yep. list of everybody who's been on my show. I have a list of our sponsors. And so I'm going to give preference to those people that I've built a relationship with. I'm going to share their content. I'm going to like their posts. And over time, back to your point, it has the network effect. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things, and it just boils down to the personal connection. I mean, if you have any sort of personal connection with people and you make it, it's, it's going to, you're going to bear so much more fruit. Yeah. All right. Let's go to your point. Uh, you had, we have touched on about tips for setting up each platform, your profile tips. You talked about incorporating hashtags. Uh, we talked about a personal tone, you being the face of it, if at all possible. Yeah. That's definitely effective on platforms like well, on LinkedIn. It's got to be you. It's got to be a picture yeah. of you. On Twitter, I think it helps tremendously. I can tell you that me personally, I respond better to uh, I will follow people where it's a person, not a brand. I'm very selective of what brands I follow on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, similarly. What are your thoughts then and what else to set up your profile? Um, that's a good question. You can go, I've heard, I've heard a mix on those things, yeah. whether it be personal or business. Yes. Um, Facebook being the one that I would highly recommend not linking your business and your, Agreed. your personal. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's and business and Facebook makes it very easy to do that. There's Facebook pages 
your Facebook page does have to be linked to your personal account, but that's all behind the scenes. Nobody ever can see that. Um, so what you don't want to do on there is have your business connections, checking out all your personal Facebook no, stuff all the time. Right. Um, on, on the other ones on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, Pinterest, I'm not hundred percent sure, but there's, you said it, it's kind of, well, again, you can hear both sides of the story. Yeah. I, I personally recommend setting up a business aspect of it. Um, you, you want to make yourself personally seen on there. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. That's the point I was trying to make. Yeah. 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 Uh, LinkedIn is one of the ones that, again, it's, it's very highly personal. You can set up a business page if you want to. Uh, there's diff been different people who do that at, at Ustas. We've done that. We set up a business LinkedIn page. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of followers on that. So what we do is we go into our personal LinkedIn and then reshare the business post to our personal LinkedIn. So all of our personal connections see it. So you can go both ways. We've gone both ways and we're kind of still seeing which one works best down yeah. the long road. So, yeah, and it is a tricky thing. And we're fortunate with going back to the self-serve frozen yogurt shop. I top it we have an icon. It's a little smiley face and he's our, he's topper. He has a name. He has a personality. So that's the face of our Facebook page. So that's a good way to do it. If your business lends itself to that. Yes. Uh, especially if it's a business where there is an, there is an image, there's a personality to it, then that's a way to do it. Yeah. But the challenge is I get your point though. Very important point about separating your personal accounts from your business accounts. That's a must. However, on social media, people want to connect with people, not necessarily with brands. The brands that they want to connect with are not typically our brands. We're talking about style brands like, you know, Apple and the fashion brands and other brands. Yeah. Likely our brand is not one they want to connect with. They want to know who that person is behind the brand, yep. but it is a, a difficult thing. Some people definitely don't want to do that. And I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's challenging to do that. Like you have a great example with iTopper. Yeah. I have an easy example with yeah. Topper. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, good. Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, tips for posting. We've touched on some of them, including images and video is, is a must, mm. I think. Yes. Um, if you just do what I call, you know, a naked post without some kind of an image, you're wasting an opportunity. Yep. Um, you can probably get away with that on Twitter. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, all of them now images, videos better. Yep. Um, what other tips on posting? Quality content. Uh, we touched on that in search engine optimization episode we did, but con the quality of your content is huge. We recommend our clients don't post random quotes and stats and whatever. Don't post that stuff every single day. Yeah. Again, it goes back to your business model, but we recommend a lot of people decrease the amount of posts, but increase the quality of your posts mm -hmm. that you're making. That way people look forward to seeing stuff. Um, when you're making posts, there's a few questions to ask yourself. Remember that all social media, well, if you set it up right, it's public, so anybody can see it. So ask yourself the questions, does it make sense? Have people proofread your posts. Uh, is it appropriate? There's been, I mean, <laughs> we, I'm sure we could all very easily list examples of posts we've seen or tweets we've seen that are quite inappropriate. And you don't want that to come back to your business. Um, just a story. I, I, I'm not a great speller. And <laughs> so <am> I. <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> back in the day when I was doing some social media by myself, I had a typo on one of my posts oh, and yeah, it, it came back to bite me. There was some guy I never even knew before and he made a comment. And anyway, it's, it, it comes back to bite you if you're not careful. So yeah, if you can have someone proofread it, make sure that it's well-written grammar-wise, spelling-wise, that it's not going to offend people, that it's relevant to your audience. Simple things like that, it's going to go a long way. Agreed. Yeah, that's my experience as well. So those are some good actionable tips there. All right, as we start to wrap it up, how to get started, we've touched on this. I think that first and foremost, it's marketing 101. Who's your target customer? Where yes. are they? Yes. And then even then you can't be everywhere that they are. You have to be selective. I think this is where you consider hiring someone and making an investment. It's not that expensive. Somebody like Adam to help you with this, even just getting started because where it bogs down again, Adam, for a lot of us is in the content creation. And so you can get help with that, but become a user of that platform. So if Facebook is where your customers are, and that's where you want to get started, 
I think you need to be a user of it to some extent. Absolutely. Wash your hands of it and say, I'm just going to pay Adam to take care of it. Get, you know, get me on there or get me what I need. That's fine. It's not what I recommend for a small business owner. I think you need to be engaged on that particular platform. And I would hope that it relates to if you're in a business where you're completely disconnected with where your customers are, then, you know, maybe you've got bigger issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully your clients are representative of what you like to do and who you like to interact with. And you're, you're facing them to some extent. Yeah. understand then where they live and you are a user of that platform. You start as Adam and I talked about as well with following those people who are even your competitors. Well, how are they doing it? What are they Absolutely. doing? Yep. Absolutely. And start to learn from those who are doing it well. Uh, follow those influencers if that applies in your particular category. Like other people's contents, reply, interact, be an active user of the platform that you're gonna choose. Absolutely. And just I'll flesh it out for it really quick. I'm not, I don't personally do much on social media for myself personally. For the right. business, we obviously do. We have our marketing team who does all of our posts and designs and all that kind of stuff. But I still, what I've chosen to do for myself is I've downloaded the Facebook app on my phone, the Twitter app, the LinkedIn app. And so not every, not every single day, but probably several times a week when I'm at home, even after business hours, if I'm sitting down taking a load off, I'll just say, okay, I go open the Facebook app and I'll look through what happened today and like a few things and comment a few things, open the, and I'll take five, 10 minutes and just go through each one of them, like something, comment, boom, boom, boom. Five minutes, 10 minutes later, I'm done. And I've been active on social media for the day. That's right. Now all the big stuff's taken care of, all the little, the activity that needs to happen, I'm doing it on a, on a regular basis. Yeah. And it goes a long way. Yeah. I do the same thing. I'm, I'm pretty active on Facebook. It's how I've reconnected from friends from when I lived in Venezuela in the early seventies. That's initially yeah. got me on Facebook. It keeps me connected with family who are all over the country. So I use it for that. I go on Instagram. I only follow like my daughter and a few other people, but to be on your point, what you're, what you're talking about, Adam, what it also does for me is I'm observing what are people posting? What are they responding to? Because, because since I'm not as active of a user of social media, yeah. I'm at least in those periods of time like you that I'm on there, I'm looking to see what are people responding to because that influences then the content that I create. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So that's how you get started. Get, get help. But, but I think if you're going to do it yourself, to me, the key takeaway beyond finding where your customers are is start start simple, start with one or two platforms. Do not try to be everywhere yeah. at once just because somebody, oh, you gotta be on Facebook. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe Twitter's the platform for you. Pick that one or two platforms, get good at it, and then go from there. Yes, and we at Usta's, just a little plug there, yes. we've created those free downloads that yeah. we have for each one of the major social media platforms. It's a simple checklist designed for small business owners one to two pages, 10, 20 things. If you're gonna use Facebook, download this uh, checklist. It gives you, it's, I mean, set up as a checklist. Don't forget to do this and then you mark it off and it's setting up how to, the design and the aspect ratio for your header images and how to set up your bio and check this and don't forget to do that for each one of the major things. So I would highly recommend just, it's, we're not getting anything. We're not asking for your email address or anything, even for those things. I know. Download them and use them and go for it. Yeah, great tool. So where, where do they go for those? You just go to our main website, ustas.com. It's O-O-S-T-A-S slash checklist. So it's yeah. ustas.com slash checklist. And they're all right there. So, so there's a free tool for you. Pick the, understand where your customers are. Pick that one platform. Become a user of that platform. That'll get you a long way down the path and out of paralysis and out of trying to be everywhere for everybody. And that, if you do those simple steps and all of that is free, uh, that'll get you farther ahead than most small business owners in my experience, Adam. Absolutely. Yep. All right. We'll wrap it up again with telling you about the webinar. It's coming up. It's coming up faster, December 5th join us. This is a free webinar where we're going to talk about websites, small business websites. We're calling it the website health check, I believe. Yep. Uh, but it's, it's again, from a business owner's perspective, not technical. What you're going to walk away with is what you need to take to whoever your technical folks are, or if you don't have one, hiring someone like Adam to help you. 
but it's all about giving you the information to at least analyze what, what do I currently have and begin to take action on what do I need to improve so that you get what you put the website up for and to begin with is just that people find you online. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So that's what we're going to chat about to get information and to get registered. Very simple. All I need you to do is text right now or when you stop driving, text <laughs> the word how, H-O-W, to 66866. That's how to 66866. You'll get a text back from me. It'll ask you for your email address. We do not spam. We do not sell email addresses. So it'll just be communication about this upcoming webinar. It'll be worth your time. It'll be on an evening. I think it falls on a Tuesday, Adam, December 5th does. Yep. And uh, we look forward to having you join us there. It's going to be great. All right. My takeaway I've already elaborated on, which is to understand where your target audience is and pick one platform. I've taken the, the low-hanging fruit there. I know, Adam. But <laughs> is, there, is it the same or is there a different takeaway for you? I would say the same. Uh, just a quick thing to remember the follow your followers, followers. That's a, just a great way to, yeah, build a stronger network. Go to the people who you follow and look at who's following them and follow those people. Um, quality content over quantity of content is huge. Um, yeah. And just remember that social media is being social with the media from your business. So mm -hmm. images and pictures and videos and stuff, they go a long way. Yeah. And have fun with it, right? I mean, yeah. LinkedIn might be the most serious of the platforms, but even there, you know, have fun with, in an appropriate way to your point on tips on not to offend. Remember that your sense of humor might not be other sense of humor. So, you, you know, apply some common sense, right? But have fun with it. Don't worry about it having to be a professionally produced image or video. Uh, have fun with it. That's what people are responding to, right? Part of it is entertainment is what we're doing on social media. All right, very good. Uh, Adam, thanks for being with us again and, and sharing your knowledge here on, on the topic of social media. It's my pleasure. I very much appreciate it. Thank you very much, Henry. Absolutely. Again, you can find Adam and his business is Ustas. That's O-O-S-T-A-S dot com, Ustas dot com. They offer everything from website design to social media and marketing services. So the broad range, but they focus on small business owners. So it's at a price point that we can afford. And that's why we've partnered with Ustas and with Adam. I'm Henry Lopez. You've been listening to another episode of The How of Business. We release episodes every Monday morning. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.